0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Brian Post Devotional, online devotional. We're going through the book of 1 Corinthians. We're going to be taking a look at 1 Corinthians 8 again, uh, verses 1 to 3. Uh, I'm just going to jump right into the text as my, my custom is. Paul says this, if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing, as yet he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. This this verse holds immense convicting power especially in relation to our theological beliefs and religious practices. When we deeply reflect on this verse and allow its its essence to penetrate our inner being, we it can profoundly impact our relationship with God and how we relate to others. Over the years we've engaged in numerous discussions revolving around theology involving individuals from diverse faiths, uh, such as the Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, and those within the New Age movement. Looking back, we recall attending Jehovah Witness conventions, reaching out to kingdom halls and arranging meetings with elders, um, or addressing attendees at, at the New Age retail stores and engaging with Mormon missionaries. Regrettably, our motivation primarily focused on theological correctness, overlooking a genuine love and care for the individuals that were involved. None of these passionate theological dialogues resulted in conversions. Instead, they often concluded with hostility. One memory stands out when we conversed with two Jehovah Witnesses in a cozy coffee shop known for its hot, fresh cinnamon buns, an experience um, that unfortunately ended in an altercation. Sadly, similar situations, although not ending with physical altercations have occurred even within fellowships of believers who share the same faith in the risen Lord. But it's worth contemplating Jesus' statement that love for one another is our most potent evangelistic tool. He emphasized that this love would be the identifier of his disciples to all. He said, they will know you by your love. By all men will know you are my disciples because of your love, he said. While we've witnessed many instances of genuine Christian love, regrettably we've also seen the opposite manifesting within the Church and among our brethren. Now, here's a rhetorical question to ponder. Uh, what if every theological standpoint we embraced was correct? What if our beliefs about how Christians should live and, and about the convictions they should have were, were absolutely correct? What if our understanding of the end times was absolutely correct? What if our thoughts about God, Jesus, and the Bible, everything we thought about these things was absolutely correct? If this was true, what purpose would it serve if in the end we still harbored offenses, pride, ego, grudges, and disdain for those with differing beliefs? What if despite being completely completely correct in all of our beliefs, we couldn't even love those who disagreed with us. God's desire is not for us to study the Bible to prove ourselves correct or to prove others wrong. Rather, he invites us to engage with the sacred text to let it transform us into beings filled with love, devoid of ego and pride. Later in this passage, Paul conveys that possessing all knowledge and understanding all the mysteries without love amounts to nothing but getting back to the text through this text we grasp another related concept that those who love are known by God throughout the years we've grown to believe that the greatest gift one can give to another is the assurance of being fully known and deeply loved in essence we argue this is the The epitome of richness, the closest human experience resembling being fully known and loved by God, is exemplified in the union of marriage. In a marriage that has endured for over 30 years or more, a profound intimacy develops and deepens with time. It it truly mirrors God's love. In such a marriage, the husband and wife truly know each other. A wife understands her husband better than anyone else on earth, and vice versa. The husband comprehends his wife better than her parents, just as the wife does with her husband with regard to his parents. This love doesn't blossom in an idealistic vacuum. It's, it's honed through numerous trials and tests. A wife genuinely knows her husband's, having witnessed his flaws, his virtues, and his imperfections. While God only comprehends the heart and the intent of any soul, a spouse comes remarkably close to understanding the partner. The essence here is that marriage imperfectly mirrors the depths of knowledge and love that God holds for us. God who spoke worlds into existence comprehends the intricacies of our being and loves us profoundly. This is why we emphasize the power of this verse. It tenderly assures us that God knows those who belong to him and those who belong to him are not identified by theological correctness or moral high ground. In essence, God isn't seeking our correctness. He longs for our, our love.